0: the nations and speaking to the church in a very specific way in a very particular way at this hour and uh, this is the conversation we want to advance today and so yesterday we saw uh, the breaking of the second seal on the scroll of God inside heaven and then we move to the breaking of the third seal of the scroll of God Almighty Yahweh and then the fourth seal Uh, Of the scroll of God Almighty The holy scroll in heaven And uh, in that conversation There was so much That uh, Came out yesterday We saw that the Lord is instructing the church In a very particular way at this hour And uh, He is also involved In conversation That volume is good so don't change it because I don't have time And so um, We looked at Those four horsemen of the apocalypse. And we understood that the Lord is sending them to the earth in a cascade, in a sequence, to change events on the earth here. He's changing events on the earth here. A deliberate move of God Almighty. And uh, the reason He sends them is because of heedlessness, the fall to sin, and the disobedience of men not obeying repentance and uh, and uh, seeking the attention, seeking the attention of, of man. And this was and set this out on the human condition, the fall that you saw started in the Garden of Eden all the way until now in the church also. But uh, in looking at the first four seals of the scroll of God Almighty in heaven, we saw that When the lamb breaks the first seal, then he releases the first living creature at the throne of God. And the living creature came and speaks with me. He spoke with me. And then now he goes back and he releases the rider of the white horse. We saw that already one week ago and yesterday. And yesterday I gave you greater detail On the first creature Around the throne of God Almighty And then after that we also saw That when the lamb breaks the second seal Then releases the second living creature At the throne position And he had a conversation with me And then he went back and released The second horseman Of the apocalypse and is um, A red horse A fiery red horse And uh, This rider has Upanga, a spalder A a, a sword A large sword is given unto him And he is also given authority To take away peace from the earth So essentially I say that bespoke destruction Bloodshed Slaughter, war, rumors of war, everything that takes away peace from the earth. Then after that, we also saw very clearly the breaking of the third seal. That when the third seal is broken, then now the third living creature came. And I spent a little bit of time there because of the voice that comes from inside the throne and speaks... um, I spent more time also to elaborate to open a little more on what the things I've never shared about the identity uh, the concealed identity of the third living creature around the throne of God almighty and uh, I opened up so much in terms of his countenance in terms of um My interaction with him at the throne I did open up that yesterday quite a bit And I shared a little bit more Even how he moves at the throne And then approached me and then he was leaving And I turned and I I saw him off And then the release of the rider of the black horse That we shared yesterday And the message that's entailed So we see that uh, The Lord Jesus himself is the one that releases this horseman because we also saw the breaking of the fourth seal yesterday fourth seal on the scroll and the subsequent release of the fourth living creature who eventually commands the release of the horseman a pale horseman a greenish pale I said yesterday which speaks about a deathly sick because in the encounter with him and remember very well I could touch uh, his four faces of the of the, of the, of the horse and so uh, these horsemen the four horsemen of, of apocalypse before we go the fifth seal and so forth they are sent by the glorious lamb of Yahweh they are sent by the glorious lamb of God and each of them represents a very awful move of God sent to the earth to the four corners of the earth to conquer the earth and they are released as you saw upon the breaking of the seal respective seals on the scroll of God Almighty in heaven and they are very ferocious when they come to the earth They bring an ominous situation to the earth. And they unleash their tremendous conquest upon the face of the earth. And we saw that the first horseman, the white one, is called deception. The second horseman, the red one, is war. And rumors of war, but war. It brings war and bloodshed. The third one, we saw that it brings famine, economic crisis. And the four things I've never shared about the identity, uh, the concealed identity of the third living creature around the throne of God, Almighty. And uh I opened up so much in terms of his countenance in terms of um, my interaction with him at the throne I did open up that yesterday quite a bit and I shared a little bit more even how he moves at the throne and then approached me and then he was leaving and I turned and I, I saw him off and then the release of the rider of the black horse that we shared yesterday and the message that's entailed so we see that uh, the Lord Jesus himself is the one that releases this horseman because we also saw the breaking of the fourth seal yesterday, fourth seal on the scroll and the subsequent release of the fourth living creature who eventually commands the release of the horseman a pale horseman a greenish pale i said yesterday which speaks about a very deathly sick because in the encounter with him and remember very well i could touch uh, his four faces of the of the of the of the horse and have that kind of conversation with him so we saw quite a bit yesterday so I just want to summarize because some people may have come on board considering it's a Sunday and today we have a very long message here so uh, these horsemen the four horsemen of, of Apocalypse before we go the fifth seal and so forth they are sent by the glorious Lamb of Yahweh they are sent by the glorious Lamb of God and each of them represents a very powerful move of God sent to the earth to the four corners of the earth to conquer the earth and they are released as you saw upon the breaking of the seal respective seals on the scroll of God Almighty in heaven and they are very ferocious when they come to the earth they bring an ominous situation to the earth. And they unleash their tremendous conquest upon the face of the earth. And we saw that the first horseman, the white one, is called deception. The second horseman, the red one, is war. War. And rumors of war, but war. He brings war and bloodshed. The third one, we saw that he brings famine, economic crisis. And the fourth one, disease and death. His name is death. So he uses the plague. He uses, uh, he operates in a greater latitude because he has sort of a sovereignty in this arrangement he can use the sword he can use um, the plague he can use um, famine he can use wild beasts so he operates differently the fourth horseman and uh, yesterday we realized that when the Lord sent me to speak the prophecy of the corona virus that you see now upon the face of the earth, that uh, inside that prophecy was a very important instruction, because upon the fulfilment of that prophecy now we understand that uh, the Lord is saying, is speaking to a generation and he's saying this death that has gripped the earth at this time is a sign of things to come a dispensation coming so that we saw very clearly yesterday that the Lord is raising a warning to a generation tell them be careful now be careful because a dispensation is coming that is going to be very difficult that at now we are simply handling the beginning of birth pains and that uh, because we know that the church the elect in the house of the Lord right now do not go through the great tribulation we know that even if you read the book of Isaiah 26 or you read Revelation chapter 3 verse 10 or you read First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9 all those scriptures we saw yesterday You will see that the Lord In his design of the church When he inaugurated the church He prepared That she would not see The great tribulation And so that's why um, The coronavirus as we saw yesterday Is actually giving a message To a generation that Prepare please, you need to prepare Because the rapture will take place The church will be taken and when the church is taken, then uh, it would be a very difficult time. Because then we began to see a little bit of the glimpse of what happens into the other dispensation. We saw that yesterday. And so the pale horse brings death to the earth. And that's why you see right now the whole earth is gripped with the fear and the terror of death. He's the king of terror, the king of death. He brings the terror of death unto the four ends of the earth and we read from the book of Revelation chapter 6 blessed people Revelation chapter 6 He says the following verses 7 and 8 He says when the lamp opened the fourth seal I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come. I looked and there before me was a pale horse. His rider was named Death and Hades was following him close by. Close behind him. Was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, by famine, by plague and wild beasts. That's why I'm saying he operates in a greater jurisdiction a greater latitude is able to use all these the sword, famine, plague even wild beasts and now you see the plague that has stung the earth at this hour and that's what we are looking at, the book of Luke chapter 21 also Luke 21 as we begin this message today just touching base with those who may not have been tuned in yesterday And today waited for the Western Hemisphere to come on board. Now, Luke 21 verse 11, he says, "There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events, and great signs from heaven." So here also he promises when the Lord Jesus is in red right here was speaking about the signs the things that will come he still mentioned the pestilences here and the same thing we saw at the breaking of the fourth seal and so uh, the pestilences he talks about are epidemics pandemics uh, the condition of man also if you look at the war and the famine and all of the above Sometimes they reduce the immunity of man Suppressed immunity So even diseases they would overcome You find that now Those diseases can bring Tremendous death And so there is so much conversation As to the instruments This husband uses Because he uses Even famine He uses the sword We know war Many times war will create situations And uh, affect the lives of communities, people, society. And so that is what happens. That uh, pestilences, epidemics, pandemics. Now we are dealing with a pandemic at this hour. Reduced immunity, suppressed immunity. We have now the Ebola's are going on. New viruses, opportunistic infections. And all those that increase the rate of mortality. Because you remember very well he was given power over a quarter we saw that yesterday a quarter of the population of the earth and if we look back a little bit there was once a serious typhoid that affected this earth some time back and then also there was the Spanish flu that killed up to 100 million people some time back but he's saying what is coming in the great tribulation makes this look like nothing because you see he's given authority to take away to kill up to one quarter of the population of the earth and that would amount to around approximately 2 billion people and so in this conversation also yesterday we saw that there is a blessedness in all this because I told you yesterday that if we are pursuing the prophetic timeline of God as we are on the earth right now then that means this hour would have to come within the prophetic timeline of God this hour would have to come and so even in how dreadful it is, how terrible it is right now however, this moment would have to come because these are the beginnings of birth pain But he talks about the timeline Meaning the next dispensation is near And that's why I said The coronavirus is blinking is warning the generation He's saying please Be careful now The next dispensation is about To show up, is about to appear And The Lord is saying That in so doing You would look at what is in the next generation The next dispensation then you see that it will be the reign of the Antichrist which we saw very clearly last week and yesterday that it comes to institute devil worship this, it's, this one time of greatest uh, abuse to, 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 to Christians greatest abuse greatest uh, persecution upon the Christians greatest affliction and suffering we saw that yesterday and so um, in projecting and looking at the dispensation the coronavirus is warning about you can almost see that the instruction is right there for the church that please do everything it takes to ensure you don't enter the tribulation and the great tribulation we saw that yesterday and we saw that this is essentially a warning that the Lord has given a generation. Because even the plagues that I have prophesied that come in the next generation are terrible plagues. They are worse. Like the boils, which are more infectious. It looks like the the, the wind, it looks like the dust and the wind spreads them too. Because I could see the dust, I could see the ash, I could see the wind, people are shutting their doors. So, the plagues that accrue in the great tribulation are more terrible than these ones so this becomes a warning to the church please prepare to this generation prepare and exit the sin get out of this place and I said that uh, also in looking at not just the antichrist, the main principle there but everything that happens there I read a little bit from the bible yesterday when now the terror of the wrath of God befalls the earth that should also inform you and instruct the church on how she should be able to adhere to righteousness prepare for the kingdom of God and go into the rapture of the church but um, in all this conversation the good news the blessed ultimate blessed news is this that these horsemen are coming from the throne of God can, can you just look at me for a moment so that we may communicate because I'm simply summarizing for those who were not here yesterday before we start Sometimes it's good to have this frontal Yeah So um, the, the beauty about this The ultimate good news That you can take home as a church And I said yesterday That however much terror However much it is The terror of of, of God Now coming from him To a disobedient generation Because now you see He has stung the earth with the fear of death terror of death so however terrifying it is I said however for you the church because we are within the prophetic timeline of God you should actually be focusing on the coming of the rapture which all people can tell you can tell that the Lord is going to take away the church because such plagues and greater plagues belong to the great tribulation so that's absolutely obvious now that's It's telling us that you should evade, avoid, make the right decision, be holy, be righteous in your salvation so that you can enter into the kidnap, the rapture of the church. That we see very clearly. And I'm saying that within the terror of death but the church, the church ought to now focus on the fact that her deliverance has drawn nearer. The Messiah is coming to take you Into the kingdom of safety, the kingdom of peace, kingdom of glory, into heaven. As I said, our approach ought to be different. Obvious, we have to follow the protocol set. Wash your hands with sanitizers, with soap all the time. Wear your gloves, wear your masks, and everything as recommended. However, our focus is on the coming Messiah it is inside heaven because we know all these are signs the beginnings of birth pain and Jesus talked about them even before he left in Matthew 24 and we see them also in Luke chapter 21 and we see them in Mark 13 so by now the church ought to have understood that for her even within this terror she should be focused now onto eternity in heaven that's what we said yesterday and I said the ultimate good news about it is that even these horsemen as they are released because we are looking at this coronavirus that has gripped the earth with tremendous fear and dismantled life. Even with all this happening now you are always sure that they have come from the lamp. It is the lamp that breaks the seal and releases them. So that means they are operating within instruction, permissible instruction. And then, the good news is that finally, the lamp comes and besmatches them. The lamp comes and finishes them. For example, If you focus on me that will really help you because I'm just trying to touch base for the new people who have turned in today and you can have this later. I can give it to you later. For example when the rider of the white horse comes the one that is called deception the Antichrist he brings his deception to the church to the nations. However and he says he is the Christ. He is Antichrist. We saw all that. We've seen it for two weeks now. Yesterday and last week. And very elaborate. I was very extensive in that. In covering the Antichrist. So. When he does come. Bringing deception. Falsehood. Lies. And he has his forerunners. The false apostles. Prophets. And see running around. However. Later the true Messiah comes and quenches that mess and destroys him. In fact, he is bound and thrown into the lake of fire together with his false prophet. So that should be our ultimate good news. They don't reign forever. Hallelujah. That's why I said we we need to talk a bit before we start this sermon, right? So just some general areas as we touch base with those who have just tuned in. So you see, the true Messiah comes and brings the truth. He brings the truth. So that neutralizes the deception that had been set. So the Messiah brings a kingdom of truth. In that way, he neutralizes the deception that the Antichrist had set up. And the the true Messiah appears, so we can now worship the Messiah. So that's our good news. Are we together? They don't reign forever. And then also if you look at the rider Zablon Mwiti is asleep but Sonanyuki is going to miss all this and they are tuned in so they are really weeping now. So j- just focus on me in this. If you look at the rider of the red horse then he comes to take away Peace. He, he, he brings war. He takes away anything peace from the earth. He brings war. But, so, so he takes away peace. The biggest gift man ever had. But when the Messiah comes, if you get time, we're going to read the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. He is the prince of peace. So he brings the peace back and neutralizes again the effect of that horse and he comes and says my peace I give unto you and he says the peace I give unto you is not like what the world gives you and then at one place he says we're going to see Philippians today he says he gives you the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding so you see the good news that the Messiah comes and neutralizes these horsemen I think that's the ultimate bigger picture the painting you need to have in your mind as we go through this because I want to go through this entire great tribulation that I may deter you from complacency and entering into the great tribulation but before we do that because today we are handling the trumpets right before we do that I just want to give a general overview to give you some hope as we did yesterday right because it says if the rider of the third horse brings famine. And I know how that famine takes place. The locusts, you see, the global economic crash, collapse, and also the shutting of heaven. So the food prices, inflation, I said hyperinflation, right? A quart of wheat for a day is wages. Just enough wheat for one's bread for one day. And yet he has a family. The average Jewish family is about 12 people. 10 and so forth. But then when the Messiah comes. He comes as the provider. So again he neutralizes that effect. Hallelujah. Because he said on the mountain of the Lord. He shall be provided. The provider. You are provider. He provided for you. That's why you are here. Your breath. You are life today. Because he provided breath. Life to you. Even sustenance. Providence. Right? So again he neutralizes that. And he brings rain. In his seasons. So there is food. Do you understand me? So we need to look at the global. the, The overview rather. Global picture before we go into the detail of the judgments and uh, if you look at the fourth horseman disease and sickness, malady epidemics, but when the Messiah comes is again the healer, he's the great physician he will heal the land, he will heal his people he will establish a reign of peace and health he is the great physician And he says That those who are healthy do not need a doctor So he's able to restore That which the fourth horseman does He brings life, resurrection life Hallelujah So I think our focus should be on that Just like we did yesterday When we began by focusing on the fact That the church is not meant to enter the great tribulation So we had the blessed hope to focus on the deliverance. The Lord promises for the church. That she may not see the wrath. Hallelujah. So can we walk through it. Bit by bit. Thank you. So the authority. Of the horsemen is controlled. By God Almighty himself. And Christ Jesus. The Lamb of God. will bring their reign to an end. That's what we just said, right? Are we together? He says, the destruction that the horsemen bring, because I'm going to talk about some serious, some serious aspects of the judgment that accrues within the great tribulation. But before I go there, let me just give some hope here. That you may see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? So he says that the Messiah brings an end to the destruction they bring to the earth. He comes and brings it to an end. And he says in the book of Revelation chapter 19 verses 17 to 21 He comes and destroys the Antichrist. Revelation 19, blessed people, I know people are tuned in in churches today. Hallelujah. Such are the times we live in now. The prophecy was fulfilled. Sanitizers, everything, masks, right? Amazing. We are going home, right? Is somebody going home here? Okay, thank you. So Revelation chapter 19 I'm reading 17 to 21 it says the following And I saw an angel standing in the sun Who cried in a loud voice To all the birds Flying midair Come gather together For the great supper of God Verse 18 it says So that you may eat the flesh Of kings, generals And the mighty Of horses Their riders And the flesh of all people, free and slave, great and small. Again, I'm still reading the book of Revelation, chapter 19, from verse 17, Dr. Anjoro, Verse 19, he says, Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gather together to wage war against the rider of the horse and his army, against the Messiah. That is now it was the second coming in Jerusalem. But the beast was captured and with it the false prophet who had performed signs on his behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Verse 21 the rest were killed with a sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh so finally he finishes him finally the Messiah brings their destruction to an end isn't that the good news and I said yesterday let me just repeat this because we have a few people on board now yesterday I said that the breaking of the first seal all the way to the sixth seal, are essentially simply meant to prepare for the wrath of God to come. And that's what we are going to look at today. Today we are going to look at the judgment of God that comes within the great tribulation. And I want to come out so clearly today on that, so that the church may be deterred from being complacent and sliding into the tribulation or missing the rapture I have seen the glorious stairs of God I have seen the church entering heaven on several occasions in different stages climbing up I have seen also before the throne so that event is going to take place just like I gave the prophecy of the corona virus and located it in Asia and I said disease distress disease, disease emergency lack of equipment Meaning, uh, and doing culture, a new virus, no treatment, no supplies, no gloves, no testing kits. And I was talking about culture, less culture, meaning a new virus. And it's fulfilled. In the same way, this prophecy of the church climbing up into heaven is going to be fulfilled. Are we together? So we need to be very careful in this conversation because one day, You'll wake up in heaven. I don't want to say one day you wake up and find the church taken. No, 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 no. I just want to believe one day you'll wake up in a moment translated into heaven, right? Hallelujah. Yeah, so that we can ashamed the devil and not give him a chance. And so I said again seal number one on the scroll of God. The lamp took the scroll. Began to break the seals. Number one, two, three, four, five, six. They all prepare for um, the seventh seal. That's the judgment of God. Now, that's what we are going to handle today. And you will now understand a little bit of a glimpse yesterday, and you saw that's totally unbearable. But that is the message I want to bring to you. That is what the coronavirus is speaking to this generation. The coronavirus is saying be careful, the next dispensation is about to hit hard. Is about to realize. And the tribulation can only come when the Antichrist, the person of lawlessness, has now been revealed. And that only happens when the Holy Spirit taken away, the church has been ruptured. The holy habitation of the Holy Spirit, right? Are we together in this uh, introduction I'm laying for the nations here? Yeah, because I want all of us to be on the same page before I take off, right? And so, which means today we are going to look at the seventh seal, the breaking of the seventh seal and the consequences of that. Hallelujah. So he says Christ the Messiah will then establish the kingdom of truth. That will totally neutralize the deception, the reign of deception that had happened. Again, are we together here? Can you focus on me again? Because I know our camera global is here and the radio is on. He's saying the following, those who are focusing, thank you for your obedience. He's saying, on the scroll, there are seven seals. So there is seal one, two, three, four, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are released. Then five, six, So those six essentially prepare for the seventh seal. Because the seventh seal is when now the judgment of God that transpires in the great tribulation is unleashed. And that's why the coronavirus is here to warn a generation. That Don't be so complacent. Wake up. It's going to get worse in the great tribulation. And he's saying that when the seventh seal is broken There's a tremendous judgment that breaks out So we'll see the seven seals You've got seven trumpets You've got the thunders And you've got the bowels They're all there Seven seals Seven trumpets Seven thunders Seven bowels They're all there They're connected It's, it's an escalation of judgment Unbearable judgment Where some of the mountains will depart Depart they will be dislodged and thrown into the sea. It's a tremendous time. I have already lived to see those happenings. But that's what the coronavirus is warning a complacent generation to be careful of, right? And then, when the seven seals are broken and the trumpet, the seven trumpets go on up to the seventh trumpet then at the end, all that prepares for the second coming of the Messiah are we together now? so that's now the complete picture the preparing of the earth for the glorious kingdom of God, right? Okay. he says the following he will establish his reign with justice and righteousness the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7 and then Christ would destroy the rider of the white horse neutralized the one of the red horse the black horse and the pale horse but they are sent to mankind because of disobedience That's why it says first creature With a voice like thunder And we saw yesterday that their voice Is like thunder Because they represent God Yahweh They represent the might of God The awesomeness of God The authority of God The power of God The judgment of God You'll see along the way That these creatures are involved In unleashing judgment Hallelujah and yesterday I described to you a little more detail on some of them especially um, the third one then you understand appearing before the throne of God is not a joke right hallelujah so Christ Jesus the Messiah who releases them has great power to redeem the entire earth right Now, before we start today's sermon Which is going to be On the judgments of God That are in the great tribulation I want to put all this into context today Hallelujah So I want to talk about The vision Of April 2nd The year 2004 2nd of April Because that is also happening now do you remember Benjamin Netanyahu too? The changes of leadership in Israel? The Lord has over dramatized it. He has done it so much that now that prophecy has been magnified. He has met them going to election three times to dramatize the changes of leadership I talked about. It's happening now. But if you look at that conversation with the Lord, again, let me repeat it here. I stand. Before the throne of God Almighty. Inside heaven. And the throne is covered by the tremendous glory of God. The mountain like glory. I keep describing that. I've done this across the earth. I've described this several across the entire earth. And I said. As I'm standing there. He makes me know that he that sits, He who sits on the throne. Is seated on the throne. And the lamb is also seated on the throne. And as I am there, then all of a sudden, John the Baptist appears to have a conversation with me. This is not new, I've shared this everywhere, I've published all this, right? So, John the Baptist comes and has this conversation with me about the glorious Lamb of God that is coming. Again. Are made aware that he that sits on the throne The Lord Yahweh Is following very keenly This conversation ongoing here And it talks about the glorious Lamb of God Who died for the sin of this world Is coming back And we had a conversation Much of which we have not shared But the, the key conversation was Preparing the nations that I've shared openly and then as I am there with John the Baptist then the moon appears and the moon is swathed one side of it the right lower side is swathed with blood the blood moon and then I see four glorious horses live. They are running in the sky under the glorious moon. The moon is so glorious. The glory spreads. You can imagine how spectacular and magnificent this conversation is. So, the glorious horses are running across the sky under the moon. A very shocking visitation going on here. Still standing before the throne of God. And those horses are white. And then after that, the voice says, Come, let me show you what is about to happen to the earth. So it brings me to Israel. And from above, I can see. The first thing I see, I see the tomb of Arafat, fresh, and I see... So it takes me above... I see across the Arab world a lot of, in fact, what he did he, I see like light lamps, lamps in the homes and there's a lot of mourning in the Arab world from above I can see it's like they have lamps in every home, it was in the night so there was a lot of mourning in the in Palestinian land and also the Arab world And then after that it now brings me to Jerusalem When I come to Jerusalem I see a right wing government Then I see a change of leadership again An election So there's a two time That's what I called in, in the narrative that I wrote I said a two time change of government And I said it would be Benjamin Netanyahu 1 Benjamin Netanyahu 2 But then all of a sudden, after seeing all that and of course he takes me to all the capital cities, he takes me to Canberra, Australia, he takes me to to, to Paris, France to London, to Washington, to wherever from above in the sky and I see great distress, they say wow how shall we discuss the peace of Palestine with them it's a right wing government, so you see the, 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 the distress happening in the capitals of the world it takes me across the entire earth so I see the, the, it's a right wing government how will we discuss the peace of Palestine uh, the peace treaty with them They're right wing so you, I see that and then you see a second change so the two time change which since then has become two of two I think unless you were saying the Benjamin Netanyahu of the first one when I was in Israel and then the second one when he comes back now he's the longest serving I think right now right So he's brought in by this prophecy. Remember, this is 2004. So this prophet spoke him back to throne. He's brought in by this prophecy. So you can have the Benjamin Netanyahu too. And the Likud. So um, after that, again, back to the throne of God Almighty. After seeing the changes of leadership in Israel, now back to the throne of God Almighty and then at that place now all of a sudden now John walks towards me he disappears here but there is a transfiguration that first takes place the garments are the, the raiments are glorious and I I say even if you touch with a pen you are able to see the dot the mark, right? in front of the throne of God Almighty and then after that the Lamb of God now comes so if you, if you want to go through it very carefully you, you are able to see the message the Lord is trying to transmit hallelujah you can almost see because after they came back from Israel from, and seeing the capital cities of the world How they are distressed. We cannot discuss peace. It's a right wing government. And then before the throne. And now you see. The garment is glorious. Meaning it's time to make the garment glorious. Transfigured. And behold the Lamb of God. So the Lamb comes all the way. And everything becomes more glorious. Absolutely more glorious. And then the other part we cannot discuss. When the Lamb arrives here. But the next part I've recently shared is when now I walk inside the throne of the Lord. Inside. And now I'm able to see the Lamb seated on the throne, at the center of the throne. At the center. Glorious seat. Glorious. Maybe one day uh, thank you, thank you for clapping for Him. Thank you. Tremendously glorious seat. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe one day I'll be able to write about it or to preach on it. But absolutely, tremendously glorious throne seat. And so when I'm standing there, now inside the throne remember I've been standing in front of the throne now inside, as I walk like this, see the lamp at the center now, at that place at that moment the lamp stretches out his neck like this to communicate with me and uh, facing this direction He stretched out this way. Like that. Then I'm able to see that he has been slaughtered and blood has poured on his glorious chest here. And then recently I've shared a little bit more that as I walked further inside the throne then I'm able able to see even the knife that slaughtered him. And then the door with grill like this that he locked down there. So there's so much in there. Recently I've shared those two. But in that conversation you see that the changes of leadership in Israel and then we are before the throne the Lamb has come. You can see the trend. And now I'm so glad that everything seems to be falling in place because as we talk about coronavirus warning you that the rapture is about to happen the great tribulation about to come but just recently that change of leadership took place in Israel hallelujah nobody knows the day or the hour but you could tell the season right it will be very profitable to prepare to be ready all the time so that conversation I want to factor it in into our discussion today regarding the coronavirus and the great tribulation that is coming and the second conversation I want to bring in is November 1, 2006 the glorious wedding rings does anybody remember that? the powerful glorious wedding rings And the Lord in that conversation he shows me heaven he makes me look up into the sky and I see heaven open and when heaven opened he begins to show me the inside of heaven and the spectacular glory of God the magnificence and authority of the glory of God Almighty moving around inside heaven the radiance, the brilliance but heaven now stands open and then in a moment, what looked like a tinge, a golden tinge inside the interior of heaven coming, becoming larger, reaching there those are two mighty glorious spiritual wedding rings he places at the entrance meaning please only enter through this event there's no discussion. You cannot be talk about should I do post tribulation. He placed at the entrance, meaning enter through this event that's being announced here. And so, so he's flipping them, showing me all the different dimensions, designs, the interior. I come out. I write. I think it's published in the in the web. The full detail the greater narrative, the detail and then after that the voice speaks he says from today on all authority in heaven and authority on the earth has been given to Christ Jesus Hallelujah and so when he says so then now I begin to look at those wedding rings in a different way I look at them as in wow this is now the presentation the manifestation of the authority of the Messiah and yes indeed that is true right because I mean the authority to take mere mortal men and translate them into the glorious eternal kingdom of God meaning the work he achieved at the Calvary cross to defeat death defeat sin so now I understood more Within this vision I now understood more about the wedding rings That this is about the authority of the Christ So in other words If you are living Within the authority of the Christ You are living within the authority of the Messiah Then don't miss the rapture Because the rapture of the church Is the blessed manifestation Presentation Realization Realization Of the authority of the Messiah. That's what he's saying here in this conversation, right? Are we together? And then, the voice speaks again. It says, Look and see who is seated on the white horse. So when I look beyond the threshold of the door open, within the inside of heaven, then I see this huge white glorious horse. That's why this one... Of Revelation chapter 6, that's obvious. It's a counterfeit because the Messiah is the one releasing, right? He's breaking the first seal and releasing him. So that cannot be the Messiah. But I'm talking about now the huge, white, glorious horse of the Lord. The one that comes to Jerusalem. And I see that the horse is so big. He's very huge. He's not your normal horse. And he's super glorious. He's glowing. But once he's aware that I've seen him, I've looked at him and laid my eyes on him, then he begins now to move around, move around and the neighing of the horse, I've gone all over the world, doing that neighing. He's going around and he's wagging his tail, he's going around heaven as as in he's about to be released. I see that now inside heaven And as he goes around, the voice said, look and see who is seated on the white horse. When I look at who is seated, I see the glory of the Lord riding the horse in heaven, going around as in I'm about to be released. So the, the messages that came out of there are very powerful because there are two messages that came out of there. Because the first part of the wedding rings rightly talks about the quality of this event meaning preparedness prepare in terms of the quality of your salvation the righteousness the holiness you behold there is zero tolerance to sin But the second one, in looking at the behavior of this horse, you can almost tell that he's about to be released. In fact, the Lord met me as I was looking at this horse, running around, running around heaven, as if he was about to be released. I I was anxious. I became anxious. Look, he's about to be released. So the second one talks about time. Time. But we know it too well that that white horse comes to Jerusalem when you read Revelation chapter 19 verses eleven down right the rapture takes place after the government is prepared and now he's coming with the saints on that horse. hallelujah. So in that conversation he literally showed me the rapture of the church and then the coming of the Messiah to Jerusalem. So if there's anyone who had some doubt or they were pursuing theories and models and whatever about the rapture, the Lord has arranged it right there he has presented the wedding rings and then the white glorious horse that comes to Jerusalem right are we together so the rapture and then that event and so uh, that's a very important conversation because that event being announced by the wedding rings that is what the coronavirus now is warning the generation on saying don't miss that event right you are very familiar with these conversations right and the other conversation I want to have with you is the glorious stairs Lord January 15th 2017 right so when you put all of them together in context with what we are discussing this plague of the coronavirus, then you understand that the Lord is bringing the coronavirus to warn you about the coming ominous time, terrible time, within the backdrop of the stairs, Lord. The wedding rings are there. And the changes changes in Israel are taking place. Haven't you been spoken to? Hasn't the Lord spoken to a generation? and then now in, on this one here of the coronavirus remember the vision of July 29th 2009 South Africa Johannesburg the second part of it is the church appearing before the Lord and worshipping so if you needed instruction for you to enter this as a generation there is sufficient instruction for the church to enter into the rapture, into the kingdom of God Almighty, right? But can we, before I go into the great tribulation, and this is a long sermon, extended sermon today, before I enter into the great tribulation, uh, the judgment of God that comes with the breaking of the seventh seal, you can see what I'm doing. I'm trying to cushion you To direct your, to make sure that you are directed to where you are supposed to be on entry. Because what I'm going to share on the judgment is absolutely ominous. It's terrible. Like we did yesterday, to focus the church on the priority entry. Because within this whole terror of death, the coronavirus has done this. But now you can understand there's a message. You are Christians, you are born again. You have a message that says prepare. This earth is not our home. And things are going to get worse. But anyhow, July 29th, 2009 then the first part, this rider of the pale horse who is doing all this to the earth, right? And the second part, the church has appeared worshipping. Ah! Wow! And you see at that time It was so difficult for me to place the two I did not want to place uh, To say for example I saw the pale horse And then saw the church Before the throne rapture, Entry of the church Into eternity Inside heaven right Because people would wait Okay let's wait then for the pale horse Before the rapture right And yet the Bible says nobody knows the day or the hour Right And also it's better to keep them prepared all the time. So, in ranking them it was so difficult. But you can see now, everything falls in place now. So now, the church has appeared, glorious garment, as they worship together. Their garments are glowing glory. And again, there is a message right there. That for you to enter heaven, there is a standard. The standard is the garment of righteousness. That is what the Lord is transmitting here. That is what the the coronavirus is transmitting right now to the nations. He's telling them, look, the time for entry has arrived. But remember that those that enter have the benchmark of the white glorious garment of righteousness. Right? So in other words, when you see the coronavirus and... uh, the gripping of the earth with the terror of death, you know that's an announcement on the hour for righteousness in the church. Are we together? So now, we are going to talk about this tremendous uh, breaking of seals within the backdrop of this kind of conversation. The stairs have been lowered the changes in Israel are taking place and remember in that vision changes take place and the Lamb comes the church is appearing as the pale horse begins his duty, the church is appearing before the throne of God Almighty the wedding rings have been placed there at the entrance so how does that relate now to the breaking of the seals? For example, we can take the first four seals, right? That we've covered until now. The Lord is saying that there is a contestation, there is a big fight between good and evil at this time. There is a tremendous battle going on right now for the soul of man, the souls of men, right now as we speak. The enemy wants you to lose your soul into eternal damnation, into hell. While the Lord is fighting that your soul gets to enter heaven, he's saying there is a battle raging on right now. I don't know, maybe you'd rather focus on me I'll, I'll, I'll give you right up again There is a raging battle now For the souls of men The devil wants you To focus on the terror of death That the coronavirus has brought Without picking the message Transmitted by that plague and that all of a sudden you may slide into the tribulation and the great tribulation, and then you're put in a situation like that lady I saw, a pastor, within the great tribulation, and she's being asked, Didn't I see you pastoring a church? And she said, I no, I think you're confused. I'm not a pastor. And the Lord made me know she's a pastor. She was a pastor. Deny Christ, get the mark of the beast. So, the devil wants your souls to slip slide into the great tribulation where it will be unbearable. So that you may go with him where? To hell. Are we together? There is a battle raging on. That's what I wanted to bring into context. While the Lord is struggling, he's fighting for you that he may pick the message. He has these two prophets here. They spoke the prophecy of the coronavirus. And when the coronavirus comes, you ought to listen to what was the message. If you listen to that message, it talks about the book of life. Make sure your names are written in the book of life. So it does not matter. Even if you died of an accident today, or the rapture happened before you died, if you are righteous and holy, it's all right. It doesn't matter what comes first, right? Your death or the rapture. In any case, Your citizenship, that is the registry, the ledger of the citizens of heaven. Your citizenship is where? In heaven. So you would not worry about this destruction of the earth that is beginning. Do you understand the raging battle? That's why I'm saying just focus on me for a moment before we start this message today. What an elaborate introduction, right? No, but look at this now. Look at this now. There is a battle for the souls and what is most important in this battle that I want to underscore to deliver to you today is the fact that the choice is yours because we are talking about the rain when the horsemen are raining around and they are going to be at their marks in the great tribulation right? this is nothing And so, for those that will choose to honor the Lord and worship Jesus, He will reward them. Just focus on me for a moment. But that's what we are going to see today. That's why we are looking at the judgment that accrues in the great tribulation, right? The seventh seal. For those that will take Christ Will be obedient Repent And be holy They will be rescued For those that will not repent Not listen They will slide into the great tribulation There is a battle going on Can I open it up a bit for you? What that battle is? Do you remember in the garden? There was a battle. The Antichrist already started working. The spirit of Antichrist has always been here. Did God really say you must not eat this? And then choice, they made choice and plunged the whole human race into this. That's why I said It's on you. You have to make choice. Decision. So when they chose disobedience and look what happened. The door was shut. The door was closed. However in Genesis 5.24 Somebody else makes choice to walk with God. Enoch. So this battle is really the devil wanting to spend his eternity with you. Or the Lord wanting to spend eternity with you. That is the battle. He wants to go to hell with you. So there is a fight for the souls of men at this hour. Genesis 3. Can we read? Verse 8. Are we together? Genesis 3 verse 8. Genesis 3 verse 8 Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So initially as God created man that is why we are looking at the seals. As God created man the intent was to walk with men, to live with men all the time. As long as man is obedient, right? Walking with God, they walked with God. Look, but when they made a the decision to disobey the Lord, they were closed out, separated, right? And this entire thing of breaking the four seals is to be able to redeem back the souls of men. To take them back. Back to the Lord. And that's why I'm saying, for example, now the coronavirus is warning the generation. He's saying, look, but the rapture is about to happen repair then. <laughs> what an introduction today oh yes no and then he says here Genesis 5 verse 24 he says before we go into the great tribulation this is very important for you because there are so many people tuned in we need to give them a chance too right Genesis 5 and you too by the way right Genesis 5.24 it says the following Enoch walked faithfully with God then he was no more because God took him away. That was the intent that by choice if you choose not to walk with God you will end up elsewhere, head somewhere else When Enoch chose to walk with God, he was taken up into eternity. That is the contestation going on right now. Because the enemy wants to sway as many as possible not to listen to the Lord, not to walk with the Lord. And the Lord is fighting to warn you, to love you. And he's saying, look, the door has been opened. The Messiah opened the door. Prepare for the rapture. Hallelujah. You have to make a choice then. If you choose, like Adam and Eve separated from God. When Enoch chose, ended up with God. The rapture is about to happen then. Stepwise, you will understand everything. Just follow me on this. Hallelujah. Revelation 21. Verse 3 The raging battle Revelation chapter 21 Verse 3 And those of you tuned in the churches In Yaya Kilimani Right? <laughs> I tell you <laughs> And everywhere else, right? Nairobi, Main, And uh, is it uh, Modura Main and uh, Nakuru, Main altar? Are they tuned in also? He says Revelation 21 verse 3 says He says the following And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and He will dwell with them and they will be His people and God Himself Will be with them and be their God. That is very powerful. Can you focus on me for a moment? Why have I read that? Because there is a battle. The Lord wants you to be on His side. That you may dwell with Him forever. Can I retract it back? Why was the tabernacle built? Why was it built? And then there was the Holy of Holies. And then there was the Ark of the Covenant. Because God wanted to come and dwell among them. That is the intent for building the church. Do you remember when Solomon Solomon builds the temple? And then this cloud comes. And this cloud, let me explain this to you. When the Lord comes in this cloud, this is the cloud of him, his presence. And when he came in that way, in the wilderness, Solomon's temple, is a sign of approval. Approval. So I wonder, what other human approval are you looking for? What, what, you're looking for men to write your recommendation and recommend you and say you are doing well in your salvation? Not at all. This is the highest approval And that's why sometimes I wonder about you people. Why you worry about what people say? If the Lord can honor His servants like this, what else are you looking for? Which other honor are you looking for? This is the ultimate authority, ultimate creator, the eternal God, who takes people into heaven and others into hell. And He has done such a great honor, approval. He left all churches globally and He came to His two prophets here. What else would I be looking for? Hallelujah! And that's why you see, for me, I don't always care what people say. In fact, I've never known until someone from Kilimani appears and tells me what people are saying. I've never—you know them—they worry about what people say. Yeah, for me, I've never known what people say because I'm, you know, I—I I look. I'm from another generation. I don't—I'm not even on the internet. If God has approved you, given you such an approval, ultimate and crowned you, literally taking taking his cloud and placing on your head as a crown above that tent, even as you walk remember the white pillar what other approval are you looking for so when he came into Solomon's temple it was a sign of approval whenever they worshipped and he came sign of approval and even now sign of approval but the purpose was God wants his people on his side there is a battle for the souls those that choose him we saw revelation 21 verse 3 he wants you only, before we go into the judgment please just give me time are you peaceful enough? And patient it's the battle for the souls. that's why the horsemen are sent. That's why he sends them to those that reject the truth. the perishing. We read from Second Thessalonians chapter 2 right? Hi. And so we see that Adam and Eve choose something else, they choose the enemy. Enoch chooses God and he goes into heaven with God in the rapture. And I took you back to the genesis of the church. The reason for which the tabernacle was built, the church was built. God wanted to come and dwell with you. Walk with you. Be your God. You be his people. I know that this is a different angle I brought in for the horsemen. But it's important. Because why does he send them? It's a battle for the souls. Why the coronavirus? It's a battle for the souls. Hallelujah. (laughs) I tell you. Revelation 21, still the same one. Verse 22 then. Are we ready? Verse 22 of the same Revelation 21. It says, I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. Walking with Him Dwelling with Him The dwelling of God has now become man This is just introduction blessed people I'm just introducing today's message Right And when you get to the book of Psalm 65 Hallelujah Oh yes It's meant to be hidden right A little hidden That when you seek To you shall be revealed Right Psalm 65 God has always wanted to walk with you that you be on his side your creator right Psalm 65 verse 4 he says blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts we are filled With the good things of your house Of your holy temple That you may go dwell Where God is Do you understand why this whole thing is happening on the earth today? The four horsemen Oh Maybe I should have just gone straight To the seventh seal, right? Right? (laughs) okay Psalm 23 right next door verse 6 right Psalm 23 verse 6 you say Yaya Kilimani worries about what people say right (laughs) I never get to know what they are saying until Yahya Kilimani tells me so how why would you look for human approval Psalm 23 verse 6 he says Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So you see the intent. He wants you to dwell in his house forever. So it's a battle for the souls. That's why you see the horsemen are lined up. Hallelujah. Are we now in good place to begin this message then? And what you are going to see today as we begin uh, this very tremendous message of this day the seventh seal the breaking of the seventh seal you will learn one thing at one point you will see a major angel within the great tribulation who is going to be released from heaven And he will fly up above the earth here And pronounce the eternal gospel Within the raging of the great tribulation Why does he do that? Why does he fly up here Announcing the gospel, the eternal gospel of Jesus because it's a battle for the souls they don't give up did you understand can we just read please because Jesus wants to give every single living being a chance he wants to give you a chance every single person a chance Even when the tribulation, the great tribulation is raging on, is coming to the marks, the persecution is unbelievable. You still find that the gospel is being dispensed. Can we read then and see the battle for the souls, right? As I finish the introduction. Matthew 24:14. right? Are we there? J.J., I love Yahya Kilimani, please. Don't think that when I mention, you know, (laughs) lest you misunderstand me, right? Matthew 24, 14. He says the following. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to the nations. Then the end will come. Are we together? again, fighting for the souls, souls of men. There is a battle. A big fight for the souls of men. And then it says here, the next scripture, when Jesus is fighting for the souls of men, Second Peter, are you there? As we finish this introduction now, are you still with me? Second Peter chapter 3 2 Peter chapter 3 and I know the whole world is tuned in here 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9 he says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he is patient with you not wanting anyone but everyone to come to repentance not wanting anyone to perish right but everyone to come to repentance. Doctor, you've not lost anything. 2 Peter 3, 9, right? I read it again. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but that everyone to come to Repentance. The battle for the souls. I'm simply giving you another understanding of the seals on the scroll of God inside heaven and why the four horsemen are sent and why we are going to be looking at the seventh seal today. Look now. The battle for the souls. Are we together? Revelation chapter 14 right now I've taken you into the heart the heart of the great tribulation and this is just part of a preamble introducing you to the message today right hey somebody answer me so Revelation chapter 14 giving a glimpse of the message blessed people verses 6 and 7 it says then I saw another angel flying in mid air, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, every tribe, every language, and people. And he said in a loud voice, Fear God. Look at what he's pronouncing. Reverence to God. Aye. Look at what he's saying. Fear God. He's saying. Again. 6 and 7. He says, fear God. And give Him glory. Because the hour of His judgment has come. Worship Him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. And at that time, The earth is worshipping the Antichrist. The battle for the souls. He's saying, Worship who? The Creator. Worship God. The one that made the heavens, the earth, the sea, the springs of water. At that time the Antichrist has lied to them. That he is the creator. God does not give up, right? He is still sending an angel to pronounce and proclaim. Fear God. Worship God. Let me finish this introduction so we begin today. And then Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 You are worthy our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things At that time they are worshipping the Antichrist, what we've just read in the book of Revelation 14, right? And he's claiming to be God. He's claiming to be their creator. So he even sends an angel up here to proclaim the gospel. To tell them, worship God, stop worshipping that guy. hallelujah and then I take you to the creator of all things the one that is worthy of your worship right and then Revelation 15 verse 1 as we begin tonight after this we begin the sermon of this night he says I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign seven angels with the seven last plagues we are going to see them today and then he says the last because with them God's wrath is completed hallelujah So blessed people There is a battle for the souls Now I want us to begin looking at the 7th seal today The breaking of the 7th seal So that you may understand That when you see the coronavirus raging on the earth Tumbling the stock markets creating the fear of death there is a message the Lord is simply saying that the dispensation of those plagues is near and worse plagues and that you need to prepare to exit to get out of here but now I want to talk about the seventh seal so that you can be more convinced to prepare for the rapture right so, the book of Revelation, chapter 8, verse 1. That's our first scripture today. 1 to 5, he says, The seventh seal and the golden censer. And then he opened the seventh seal. when the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour, and I saw the seven angels who stand before the Lord of hosts, and the seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel where the golden censer came and stood at the altar, he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people. On the golden altar in front of the throne, verse 4, blessed people, the smoke of the censer together with the prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar and hurled it on the earth and there came peals of thunder rumblings flashes of lightning and an earthquake blessed people So that is the seventh seal. Because yesterday we looked up to, we went all the way up to the sixth seal. The fifth seal saw the souls of those who have been beheaded, right? And that means between the fourth seal and the fifth seal, something happened, right? Because only in the great tribulation do you have people beheaded for worshipping Jesus. And I said yesterday that between the fourth seal and the fifth seal, the rapture has happened, right? And that's why now you see this. In fact, the fifth seal is at the center of the great tribulation, right? Because they are already crying out, please, O Lord, sovereign God, when will you avenge our blood? And they are told, wait until more people are beheaded, right? Right? So that is happening right at the center of the great tribulation. And that's why when you see the coronavirus, he's simply warning you that a time is coming when you'll be beheaded for worshipping Jesus. There will be tremendous persecution, affliction and suffering, right? That's what we saw yesterday. And now, let's look at the trumpets. After the seventh seal is open, the book of Revelation, chapter 8, verses 6 to verse 9. In fact, the whole of chapter 8, up to chapter 9. It describes a very important event because we said the first seal, the second seal, the third seal, the fourth seal, the fifth seal, the sixth seal prepare for this seventh seal, right? So now when the seventh seal is broken, then the seven trumpets appear. And that's why you saw that when the seventh seal is broken, it's as though the Messiah summons the seven angels with trumpets, right? Can we see what happens now? Revelation chapter 8 verse 7 says beginning 6 it says Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them so that is summoning them to duty right and then verse 7 it says the first angel sounded the trumpet and there came hail and fire mixed with blood and it was hurled down onto the earth and a third of the earth was burnt up a third of the trees were burnt up. And all the green grass was burnt up. Now the judgments of God begin on the earth. And that's why I said, this is the judgment of God proper now. That when the lamp breaks open the seventh seal, He summons seven angels. Each of them is given a trumpet. And they are prepared to sound the trumpets. And then, verses 6 and 7, then the first angel now sounds the trumpet. But what do you see happen? Tremendous judgment rains down, right? He says. The first angel sounds the trumpet Hail And fire Mixed with blood Pours down onto the earth And then he says One third of all the trees of the earth Are burnt up Now the judgment Of God begins The reason the coronavirus Is speaking so loud to you people Saying be careful now A dispensation is coming It will get worse There is a battle for the souls Be careful now The great tribulation is around the corner Warning a generation Gripping the earth with death The terror of death He is called the rider of the fourth horse he's called the king of terror, the king of death and Hades is following him, so he's killing and Hades is taking the souls but as he breaks the fifth seal, the tribulation is on, meaning the rapture has happened the rapture has happened And then now to the seventh seal. And when the seventh seal is broken, it is tremendous. He unleashes a cascade of judgments. The judgment of God, the judgments of Yahweh begin to pour on the earth. Do you still want to remain here? That is the message from the coronavirus. And he says. One third of all the trees are burnt up. All the grass on the earth is burnt up. This is a severe plague. This one with hail and fire and blood is a severe plague. Let us look at the book of Exodus chapter 9 and see if there is any similarity with what happened in Egypt. Are we ready? Exodus chapter 9, blessed people. Exodus 9, verse 23. He says the following. When Moses stretched out his staff towards the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flashes down to the ground. So the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. Hail fell And lightning flashes back and forth. It was the worst storm in the land of Egypt since it became a nation. So you see the raining of hail is similar with what happened in Egypt, right? But here now, everything is aggravated. Hail. Fire. Fire and blood let's look at the second trumpet blessed people Revelation chapter 8 verse 8 this is what happens in the great tribulation chapter 8 verse 8 and 9 it says The second trumpet, the second angel sounded his trumpet. And something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood. And a third of the living creatures in the sea died. And a third of the ships in the sea were destroyed. Do you still want to go into the tribulation? Do you understand why the Lord is using the coronavirus to warn you that the dispensation of the viruses, of the plagues, is coming? It's around the corner. Please prepare and enter the rapture. Things are going to be terrible inside the great tribulation. Now the judgment of God has been unleashed upon the earth. So the earth you so love is now being destroyed. And that's why I said the prophecy on the coronavirus warns, prepare, the Messiah is coming. Be holy, be righteous, prepare and enter the rapture. Do you now begin to understand? It's becoming unbearable a huge mountain ablaze, appears, and is plunged into the sea. And it kills one third of the living creatures there. He says, a huge mountain set ablaze, plunged into the sea, with a huge fire. One third of the sea, into blood. One third of the life in the sea dies. Fish and everything else. Ay, that's a terrible time, right? It's worse, right? And it says, one third of all the ships you see out there, these cruise ships you see and all those things, the merchant ships, are struck and destroyed the wrath of God is now being released that's why I said the first seal the second seal the third seal fourth, fifth and sixth prepare for this one they prepare the earth for the judgment of the Lord now the wrath of God is released finally released The earth is being destroyed. So why would the devil lie to the church? To be complacent. To live as usual. To look at the coronavirus. And have no consequence. No gravity. continuing sin. Immorality. Sexual lust. Perversion. The lies. False prophets. Why would the devil lie to the church With all this information In the book here This holy book Because now you understand That if the coming of the coronavirus Is signaling to this generation That the dispensation of the plagues Is about to be full, Is about to be whole To realize When the bigger plagues have prophesied the boils, remember the boils? The terrible plagues. And I'm hoping that the boils, I mean, don't come to you. But sometimes you bring a little bit here, as in the beginning of birth pains, right? You know Ebola, right? When I prophesied Ebola, the Zika. But if the coming Of the fulfillment of the prophecy On the coronavirus Is essentially warning a generation That be careful, the great tribulation is here The dispensation Of the tribulation is here It's around the corner Meaning the rapture is about to take place Then why would the church Become complacent In the face of all this Because the judgment Is unbearable That's what the coronavirus Is saying the corona virus disease covid 19 That's what he's saying He's saying be careful now A dispensation Is around the corner here That is unbearable Right And now we see that it should be totally unbearable And he goes on to say Let's move on To the third trumpet right It looks like it's being aggravated As we move on right So much Revelation chapter 8 verse 10 The third angel sounded his trumpet and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and the springs of water and the name of that star is Wormwood. And you have to look into the Hebrew and the Greek about this. The meaning of this. This particular name, wormwood. A third of the water turned bitter and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. Aye. The judgment of God is now being released Inside the great tribulation. Did you understand? Why it's important to listen to the Lord. When he sends. The tremendous virus. Which can only speak the dispensation. Of the birth pains. Because this is just the beginning of birth pains. Meaning just around the corner is the birth pains proper. Isn't the Lord warning a generation? Did you understand now? Because yesterday we handled the first seal, first up to the sixth, preparing for this. And now, all of a sudden, the wrath of God is released, the judgment of God is released and it's unbearable. The church cannot even survive here. It's a battle for the souls. The enemy wants you to be complacent that you may slide into the great tribulation and then backslide and go to hell with him, right? But you won't allow him, right? Because this is virtually unbearable. Because he says, it is similar to the second trumpet, but affects the fresh water sources of the world. lakes and rivers instead of oceans and big seas this third trumpet once sounded a great star as we've seen blazing like a torch falls from the sky isn't that tremendous right a great star falls from the sky is that the reason the Lord created the church? That she may go through this? That's obvious. So nobody should ever tell you again, pause, tribulation, what, right? No. You wipe out the church if you put her through this, right? A great star blazing like a torch falls from the sky and slams the rivers and the lakes and poisons one third of the water supply on the earth. Fresh water supply. Aye. Poisons from the sky above. And called warm wood. The star is called warm wood. And many people die. In plants, plant taxonomy, plant science, botany, the plant, wormwood in Hebrew, is a poisonous, extremely bitter plant. Extremely poisonous, extremely bitter. Ay, from the sky. Did you understand why the church that is tuned in all over Kenya, listening to me now, should prepare for the rapture? That when you see the coronavirus arrive in Kenya, just prepare for rapture. Say it's now more real to you. It's not something you watch in the news. The prophecy is fulfilled. It's like he's gripping all nations now. Look, you're sitting here with masks, gas masks, and gloves. Since when have you attended, I mean, this kind of conference in that way things have changed then things must have changed this is bad right and he's saying that that prophecy was very clear he talked about the book of life right your name in the book of life And if the coronavirus, doing what it's doing now, all over the world, every country, is just the beginning of birth pains, how worse then is the birth pains? And also in, time, in terms of time, is telling you that the bath pains are next. They are next. And before the birth pains come, we know that the rapture has to take place, right? Are we still together? Did you understand the trumpets I talked about yesterday how terrible they are becoming is virtually unbearable to remain on the earth because I've lived in this dispensation that I'm describing here, it's unbelievable and the prophets of the Lord are involved in this action here, tremendous tremendously in fact so get out of here the earth is not your home. The earth is being destroyed, right? I know you love the earth. You love... What, what do you love most, Joro? To teach at the university? No. <laughs> Whatever it is you love, put it aside. There's a battle for the souls. Until an angel flies here preaching the gospel. In the heat of this. Telling them, worship God. Your creator. And I took you back to Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, saying, Only he created everything, all things. And by his will they came into being, right? So don't worship the Antichrist. There is a battle for the souls right from the Garden of Eden. And this is now the culmination of that battle. Aye. Do you still want to remain on the earth? Let us look at uh, the fourth trumpet. Things are getting bad now. Now the church is beginning to understand, you know, in the church in Mossoriot, the church in Kaplong, the church in uh, Kuresoi, the church in, uh, in, 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 jo- in, in Molo, the church in uh, Keroka, in Kisi, the church in Kakamega, in Nyando, the church in Nyeri the church in Pokot, in, in, the church in, uh, in, in uh, Bommet, Kiambu, you know, in Wasingishu, the church in, in, um, in Momias, the church in Ukambani, uh, Machakos, the church in Nanyuki. I know uh, Eric is looking at me that I hope he remembers Zathiriva and Kitengela. Yes, all that area. they are are seated now taking this message and understanding that it is virtually unbearable to enter into the great tribulation it's not bearable no one can bear it it's worse hallelujah And then he says, let's look at the fourth trumpet, verse 12. Revelation chapter 8, verse 12. He says, The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A part of the day was without light and also a part of the night. Aye. The world is coming to an end. The Son of God went to the cross, right? And died for the sins of men. How dare you ignore Him? We are now preparing the earth for His kingdom. We are purging the earth. this is virtually unbearable he says this one affects heaven, the heavens above a third of the sun is struck when the fourth trumpet is sounded a third of the moon is struck a third of all the stars are struck and they are all turned into darkness and a third of the day is turned into darkness meaning if your day is how many hours let's take the daylight day right how many hours of light is it 12 or less 12 then give it a third so two thirds right two thirds light right how many hours are those the day is eight hours. Yeah. Things are bad. And then now something interesting takes place. After the sounding of the fourth trumpet, then now an ego appears to warn the inhabitants of the earth that things are just about to get worse. Do you still want to enter the great tribulation? And that is the reason when the prophecy of the coronavirus was fulfilled, the message was absolutely very clear. That if this is just the beginning of birth pains, then the birth pains are just about to take place. So please prepare for exit. You will not tolerate this. You can't bear it. You cannot bear this. Hallelujah. You cannot. Let's read on. Verse 13 of Revelation chapter 8. He says, after the fourth trumpet is sounded, then he says, as I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, whoa, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth. Who wants to stay there then? I have seen this eagle. He is huge. And he flies over. It's amazing because today and then I've connected why the weather looked a bit darkish when he was flying. In fact I see him, but he's huge. So then an eagle appears to warn the inhabitants of the earth about the three woes that are coming whoa 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 The three wars, the next trumpets are now the three wars the church in Naivasha does it still want to remain You must enter the rapture to avoid this. It's now very clear and obvious. hallelujah. because I wanted you to understand it's a battle for the souls the enemy wants to take as many with him while the Lord is saying look now, prepare now and enter, prepare, be holy be righteous, repent turn away from sin the Messiah is coming look the coronavirus is here the earth has never been this way before and now, look what is in store. Do you now understand the message of the coronavirus? Warning you of a dispensation unbearable coming? Instead of being caught up into the dread, the, the terror of death that the coronavirus is doing, you'd rather be preparing and focusing on to your redemption. For your entry into heaven. Are we together? Hey, he says, verse 13. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, "Woe, woe, woe!" to the inhabitants of the earth, because the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the three angels again, because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the three angels so now they become the three woes woe, woe, woe the great tribulation and then now chapter 9 The fifth angel sounded his trumpet and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given a key to the shaft of the abyss. This star sounds to me more like a fallen angel, right? Given the key to go down to the abyss, to the shafts of the abyss, right? This sounds to me more like a fallen angel, right? Can you read your Bible while you are live to it? Please? This now sounds like a fallen angel, right? The fifth angel sounded his trumpet and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the earth. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace, the sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. Ay, this is now hell come out. Hell break loose, right? Are you still able to enter? Do you still want to enter the great tribulation? <laughs> now you understand why I'm have belaboring, belaboring this, right? And longing to get the trumpets, right? This is not easy. Now hell has broken loose. The great tribulation. And he says, the sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke, locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of scorpions on the earth. The scorpions of the earth. Look at that now. I, Do you still want to enter the great tribulation? You, you don't want now. Are you now decided? That's why I told you that once I begin to handle the breaking of the seventh seal by the Lamb of God, then it will be totally unbearable. The message will be so clear that you must repent now and be holy now and be righteous now and prepare for the rapture at any time for safe exit with your children and family you can't even leave them out can I read this again it's unbearable are you there uh, Deputy Bishop Helena Cheng unbearable my daughter Toto right he says again Revelation chapter 9 this is now the heat the heart of the great tribulation and once we finish the trumpets then we take a short break and I come back now with another set of seven the seven thunders it's not yet over after that the seven bowels remember yesterday I read from just one bowel it was virtually unbearable until one of the mountains I don't know whether Everest or which one, Himalayas removed itself at high speed and went and plunged the ocean right do you still want to remain here hallelujah hallelujah So can we have a five minute break? Strictly five. And come back. The fourth trumpet sounded. And so it looks to you now. Like the true judgment. The real judgment of God. Begins with the breaking of the seventh seal. Seventh and final seal. Because that unleashes a cascade of the wrath of God. The wrath of God that strikes the earth unbelievably so and so we saw up to the fourth trumpet that after that trumpet then comes an eagle that warns about the upcoming three the remaining three trumpets after the fourth trumpet a special warning is sounded and given to the inhabitants of the earth as we saw in verse 13, as I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the other three angels. So a warning is given even before the final three trumpets are sounded. And he calls them the three woes. A flying eagle. So you can imagine the kind of activity that takes place in the great tribulation. So it would be absolutely tragic for anyone to miss the rapture and plunge themselves into this kind of wrath and judgment that only befits those who worship Satan those who don't listen the activity of the prophets of the Lord you see now the angel comes to help them we are going to see shortly when we enter into the bowels if we do today comes pronounce the gospel things are happening inside the tribulation and the great tribulation serious things an angel comes from heaven and up mid air begins to pronounce the gospel that's a wonder, also, right? But he says now that the remaining three trumpets are wars. In Swahili, you would say that this ego is essentially warning that sasa ndio mamba sasa kitaumana. That this is when now the judgment is going to get serious. Can we look at the fifth trumpet? Are you ready? Revelation chapter 9 verses 1 to verse 11. We can read on. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet and I saw a star that had fallen from the, uh, from the sky to the earth. The star was given a key to the shaft of the abyss. And I say, that sounds more like a fallen angel that can go down, can be sent down there. And when you open the abyss, smoke rose out from the abyss like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the sky were darkened. Remember, we, we had already knocked out one third of the sun one third of the moon one third of the stars right now comes this smoke this malice he goes down there this angel he opens the abyss and all hell breaks loose and smoke comes and now just turns everything dark right verse 3 says and out of the smoke locked. Locusts came down On the earth And were given power like that Of scorpions on the earth That is terror That now makes The coronavirus Just a little joke right Now they They come like scorpions With power of scorpions And he says They were told not to harm the grass on the earth. Do you remember yesterday I warned you? I said some locusts are coming ahead of us here. They don't touch grass, right? Here we go now. Let's see whether they have crowns. This is a tremendous moment. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree but only to harm those people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. In other words, not born again. With power like scorpions. Venom, right? And he says, they were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture and torment them for five months. Hi. Are you still with me? You are still going into the tribulation? You don't want anymore now. That's why the church must now prepare. You must prepare for the rapture now, now, now. Receive Christ Jesus, repent, and be righteous, be holy, and sustain the holiness forever. Because if you miss the entry into the rapture, that's why you now see the treasure of these two prophets that are constantly being spoken to by God. It's wedding rings. It's the glorious tears. It's the changes of leadership in Israel. It is everything. It's the church before the throne. Every time about entry, about rapture, about rapture, prepare, 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 prepare. Now you see the treasure. Now you see why the Lord is so relentless on reminding you on the need to prepare and enter now. That if you miss the rapture, it's unbearable. You see why it trumpets the rapture every single day, every time on air, the Messiah is coming. Messiah is coming. Repent. Hallelujah. Because our head is not easy. is not good, right? It's terrible. And he says here, They are locusts, but they don't harm the grass. Neither they touch a tree or plant. But only those who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Verse 5. They were not allowed to kill them, but to torture and torment them for five months. And the agony they suffered, those who do not have Jesus, who are not born again, who are stung by the locusts now you are beginning to understand why this servant calls locusts hallelujah the beginning of birth pains right and he says they were not allowed to kill them but only to torment and torture them for five months and the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes unbelievable right during those days people will seek death but will not find death they will long to die but death will shun them death will elude them the great tribulation are we together The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads they wore something like crowns of gold and their faces resembled human faces. Hmm. Their hair was like women's hair and their teeth like lion's teeth. Their breastplates like breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings was like thunder. Thundering was like thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. Verse 10 They had tails with stingers like scorpions and in their tails they had the power to torment people for five months. Aye. They are the king over them the angel of the abyss, Whose name in Hebrew is The Abaddon And in Greek, Apollyon In other words, the destroyer The first war is past; Two other wars are yet to come Do you see how terrible the great tribulation is? the time when these two prophets will be ministering to the earth it will be terrible, terrible, terrible total war the wrath of God released upon the face of the earth and that's why this sounds a warning a wake up call to the church to prepare that if you miss the rapture it will be a tragedy it will be totally unbearable you cannot You cannot sustain this. All the churches tuned in. Now you understand why on a daily basis when I come to you live on air I say repent, believe the gospel and be born again properly and walk in holiness for the Messiah is coming. That when he comes you may not be left behind. It will be terrible, 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 unbearable. These are locusts and so when you see me call down locusts can I describe this in front of the camera for the nations to see you remember too well after the Lord had visited in Kisumu and then now it was time to unleash the plagues all of them by the way then on that day The Ancient of Days himself. The Lord of Hosts himself. Jehovah Yahweh himself. In that dream, he brought me somewhere and I could see him far. I realized, oh, that is the Lord. So I was a bit terrified because I said that is the Lord, the person of God the Father. And I said, well, I was a bit terrified. I said, that is the Lord. So I could see him from afar. He made me see him from afar. This is now mature food for mature people. So I could see him from afar and I was a bit terrified. And I said, that is the Lord. And then the next thing I realized is that when I was crossing this way then all of a sudden here he was. Well, quite a few meters away. So he timed me. When I was crossing like this all of a sudden I realized this is him. So I stopped. The Ancient of Days the Lord of Hosts that is now God the Father. The person of God the Father. The one that you see enveloped in this cloud. This cloud envelops him. Covers him. And so once he was able to encounter me some few meters away like here in that pole. then I won't describe anything else then he turned and once he had faced me a little bit and there I was then he put a lot of plagues he put the locust between himself and myself that is right before the locust struck and then this is what he did after he put a lot of locust then he said the whole country he did like this the whole country the whole country because they have touched you those of you whom I have shared this with you know this again the whole country meaning this the whole country the whole country because they have touched you then immediately the locust struck these are serious plagues these are terrible plagues And he brings them out as the judgment of God. The wrath of God. The Lord is not a joke. God is not a joke. He is not your elder brother. He is your creator. You ought to fear God. This joke, you see this generation joking with the Lord. They see his messengers. They try to blackmail them. That is disastrous It's deadly God is very serious He will bring the Messiah He wants to bring the Messiah He will bring the Messiah Look at now the Corona virus The prophecy given Five years ago And then struck the earth These are terrible judgments we are reading here and that's why when the Lord calls upon a nation a people, a person a generation to repent you'd rather run and repent if you, you only knew what is ahead you run and repent if you only knew ahead is bad are we together? Hallelujah and that's why the Lord announces before the Messiah comes to give each person a chance repent. If you miss that you face this. You see those locusts, they have crowns they sting like scorpions. This is totally unbearable, right? So the first war a terrifying plague strikes the earth. Demonic locusts appear. And these demonic locusts attack, torture and torment the unborn again people on the earth. And they do so for a whole five months. And these demonic locusts have the power of scorpions, like scorpions. That means venomous. They are satanically empowered, like an army, right from the abyss, from hell, right? These locusts don't touch plants. These terrible demonic locusts attack those who have not received Jesus as Lord and Saviour. demonic locusts they bear terrible venom that lasts for five months when they sting people will long to die because of the agony and the pain and the torment of the venom But death will not come to them. But death will not come to them. These scorpion locusts, the demonic scorpion locusts, have hair like those of women. They also have their own demonic king, who is an angel from the abyss. He is called the destroyer. These demonic locusts look like helicopters. They have golden crowns and they have teeth like those of lions. And when they fly they make noise like helicopters and they terribly torment the inhabitants of the earth. Do you still want to enter the great tribulation? I think I've laid my case so clearly today, right? That all of you have to prepare for the rapture of the church, right? Hallelujah. Can we look at the second war, which is the sixth trumpet? Revelation chapter 9, blessed people. From verses 12 to 21. Are you ready? He says. The first war is past. Two other wars are yet to come. Do you understand why the eagle flew past? Did a fly past. Shouting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three wars to come, right? Unbelievable. He says. The f- again, verse 13. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet. And I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before the Lord of hosts. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. Verse 15 And the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour And day, and month, and year were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard their number. Verse 17. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke and sulfur. Verse 18. A third of mankind was killed By the three plagues of fire Smoke and sulfur That came out of their mouths The power of the horses Was in their mouths And in their tails For their tails were like serpents Snakes having heads With which they inflict Injury Do you still want to Play around with salvation This is it The church must repent. You must prepare for rapture. And then he says, the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the works of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons or idols of gold or silver and bronze and stone and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders their magic arts their sexual immorality or their theft can you imagine they are really hardened right so the rest of the inhabitants of the earth still did not repent after this it's a terrible time right goes on to say the angel and the little scroll then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven he was robbed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head his face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars verse 2 he was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand he planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion when he shouted the voices of the seven thunders spoke now the thunders begin right I was about to write but I heard a voice from heaven say unto me seal up what the seven thunders have said and do not write it down this is terrible judgment right because after the thunders then you goes straight into the bowels which are terrible also what is the Lord saying to the church he's saying that when you see the coronavirus beginning to take hold of the earth you need to repent you need to turn away from sin be holy and prepare for rapture in other words the dispensation ahead is terrible unbearable Because he says here The second war Is a severe onslaught Of demonic groups Troops That come at the sixth trumpet The voice from the altar Calls out To release the four angels that were bound By the great river Euphrates These four angels Have been kept into captivity for this hour, for this moment, they unleash the severest of all the great tribulation. Very destructive. These four angels lead thousands and thousands of troops of angels demonic angels to destroy mankind one third of humanity is destroyed they are the four wickedest angels fiery red and dark blue and yellow breast plated horses their horses have heads like lions and out of their mouths come fire smoke and sulfur their tails are like serpents snakes They kill with their mouths and their tails. Despite this unbearable judgment, the inhabitants of the earth still do not repent. Isn't that very shocking? At the end of the seventh trumpet, Revelation 11.19 All is now set for the seven angels with seven bowels of God's wrath. The temple opens. The door of the temple in heaven opens. And at that time you can now see those seven angels inside the temple about to come out and they are given each a bowl of the wrath of God. And that is the final judgment, blessed people, upon the face of the earth. You can read Revelation 15 when you have time. After the sixth trumpet, an angel descends from heaven, a little interlude of time, an angel descends from heaven with a little scroll as you saw. A warning is sounded to all the inhabitants of the earth that the seventh angel is about to sound the seventh trumpet the book of Revelation chapter 10 verses 7 to 11 and all the way to Revelation chapter 11 Then he gives the description of the prophets that speak with you here today. The third war suddenly loud a loud voice from heaven says the kingdom of the world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah. And he will reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders, they say, Time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. And at the sound of the seventh trumpet, the temple of God in heaven is opened. Then the ark of the covenant can be seen inside there and inside there came flashes of lightning rumbling thunder earthquake and hell the earth is prepared for the glorious kingdom of God the Messiah is coming blessed people don't enter the great tribulation may the Lord help you bless you and give you wisdom to repent and to live a holy Christian life that you may not enter the tribulation or the great tribulation. May your wisdom not fail you on this one. The Messiah is coming. Todaraba. Todar Haverim.